Hey friends, I'm so excited to do my first interview with my super awesome cousin. Hi Paris. Hi. How are you doing? Good, how are you? I'm good. I'm excited to do this with you. Luckily you my cousin, so I'm not yeah. as nervous. Yeah, I'm excited too. <laughs> I'm a little nervous. <laughs> so Paris is going to be sharing her story about XP. I had many of you awesome friends send in your questions and all questions are anonymous and we will be going down that list but before we do that Paris can you tell us a little bit about what XP is and how I know that XP is short for what sure okay so hi my name is Paris Feltner and I have a rare genetic skin disorder called xerodermal pigmentosum so if you break that down, so zero meaning zero, and then derma meaning skin, and then pigma meaning pigment, and then tosum is just a fancy medical term that I don't know what it is. Um, so basically it means zero pigment in the skin is what the, the full name says. Um, so basically I'm missing an enzyme in my skin that repairs UV damage. So if you were to go out and get a sunburn, then your skin would repair itself, um, and mine doesn't. It, every, <clears throat> all of the exposure that I get is permanent and cumulative and um, eventually turns into skin cancer if I'm not protected. Right. So I have some questions that we're just going to start going through. Yes, I'm excited. <laughs> yes. So this one actually came in really quickly when I posted this on my Instagram (laughs) and they want to know why you are so pretty. Oh my gosh. Well, um, I can almost tell you who sent in this question. I could tell you who it was. I could expose them. Um, but genetics, man, I have really cute parents and well, yeah, we have a hot mom. I do. She is sexy. Jennifer, lover. Um, no, but I think I'm so pretty because uh, my skin has never, the sun has never touched my skin. So exactly. I'm going to be youthful forever, honey. You will. That is very No true. wrinkles for me. <laughs> so the next question I have for you is, have you ever felt alone? Like you're missing out on things? You know, when I was a kid, I, I even wrote a poem about this when I was in the eighth grade. Um, and I would sit at, um, in our old house, we used to have these windows, the overlooked um, street. And when I was a kid, I used to sit at those windows and just watch all the kids ride their bikes. Right. Um, you know, and just be like, oh, just waiting for the sun to go to go down and waiting for the sun to go down. And I found myself, you know, looking out that window in life almost, um, you know, taking that mentality through my whole life. Um, there was that movie that came out, it's called midnight sun. Um, and it's, it's not completely accurate, but it gets, it gives some really good themes, but in part of it, she's watching, um, it's almost like a time lapse of these people, Um, growing up and she's just looking at them through the window and you know that's very dramatic (laughs) scene in the movie but I find myself looking out the window of my life sometimes like oh man um, I wish I could go ride bikes with my friends you know in the day or I um, 
I wouldn't get invited to birthday parties um, because they were swimming in the day. Yeah. You know, and I remember one time we were on our way to girls camp and they were talking about it and it was a really good friend. And I was like, oh, I wasn't even invited to that. And it was it was almost like a they didn't want to make me feel bad and invite me because I couldn't come. But it honestly made me feel worse knowing I just wasn't even invited. Right. Like, I would rather someone invite me so that I can say no than not be invited at all. Exactly. Like, at least I knew you were thinking of me. Exactly. You know, and I, and obviously I wouldn't be able to go because it was outside and I wouldn't want to, you know, put on a wetsuit and all that. Like, it just wouldn't be um, worth it to me for, to go swimming in someone's pool. The ocean, sure, but not in someone's pool, but it still hurt not being invited, you know? Right. No, I totally understand that. And you mentioned that movie, I Midnight Sun. And yes. I remember going to the theater and watching that. And I almost had to leave because it was so emotional. I was I had a connection, obviously, because of of you. And right. it was hard to watch. And so that you say that uh, it's pretty close to what you've gone through I mean obviously there's Hollywood and they do yeah add things in very dramatic (laughs) but you can probably relate like emotionally oh the feelings were spot on right spot on exactly so if you haven't watched that movie I highly recommend it I haven't watched it since I've watched it in the theater but it's it's so good so good I can't imagine what the people were thinking sitting next to me. I was like, <laughs> right. You know, like in the theater, I'm like, I'm like, what's, everybody's what's looking at me. This, girl? this is my life. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's gotten better as I've gotten older because um, I've just found those people that will um, do things inside for me. Like um, my really, really good friend, um, I was in a group with him for uh, senior ball and we, he, for lack of a better term, finessed yeah. <laughs> um, us going to the Zion, the IMAX theater. And we played, um, what's it called? Mario Kart in oh, the yeah. IMAX theater for one of our dates because he knew we wouldn't be able to go outside. That's awesome. And it was just, it was amazing. So I love that. Yes, I have missed out on things, but I feel like not enough things to make me truly sad. Totally. It's just just moments, yeah. moments of missing out. So uh, next question is, growing up, were you ever mad about having XP? And I guess I could go into the next one as well. It kind of all probably goes together. Did mm-hmm. you ever ask God, like, why? Why me? Were you mad about it? Like, how were those emotions? So I'm still growing up. Because I'm right. still mad all the time. <laughs> yeah. So um, I actually have a story about this. The, you know, God, why me? So when my youngest, uh, the youngest brother that was diagnosed, he was actually diagnosed at birth with XP. Um, and we went to, it's called the NIH, the National Institute of Health in Washington, D.C. Okay. Um, they actually informed us that he was misdiagnosed when he was five. So yeah. he was diagnosed with it at birth and then misdiagnosed. Yeah, so, that's crazy. Yeah. So the NIH is very um, government 
based. So they can't really tell you much over the phone. So they basically told us, um, you know, you have to go get a vial of um, his name's Peyton, Peyton's blood and then a vial of your of my blood. Um, and you need to test it against each other because we know for sure Paris has it. Um, right. And so at that time, I, I believe I was about 12. And, you know, we went and did it and it was fine, whatever. And then it came to the day he was um, officially misdiagnosed. And uh, we had this like almost ceremony of him, you know, going out the very first time in the sun. Yeah. And um, my parents describe it as, you know, everybody was so excited and then Paris disappeared yeah. before he even went out. And I was sobbing in my bedroom right. thinking that was one of the most uh, prominent times that I ever really thought, you know, God, why me? And it yeah. was more of, wow, this is the closest thing of ever being cured with XP, you know, being misdiagnosed. And it was like, how come, how come that couldn't have been me? Right. Yeah. How come I, I'm the one that had to get the blood tested against him because they knew for sure I had it, you know, that was, yeah. that was extremely hurtful um, to me at that time. And, you know, my dad and my mom both came in cause they noticed I was gone and I, we just had a really good conversation of like, you know, this is just, like you chose this in the life before, like this is, I mean, and that's not really a good thing to say when you're <laughs> really sad, right. like yeah. you chose this, like, no, I didn't. I don't yeah. remember when I was in heaven, mom, don't come yeah. for me. <laughs> but, you know, it was just kind of that realization of like, oh, wow, I, I really do have this for the rest of my life. Yeah. Um, And that was, that was a time where I was like, why God, like, why couldn't that have been me? Why, why am I the one stuck with xp you know right and i find myself you know when when different things happen i'm like why why do i have to have this why you know i'm i'm graduating with my bachelor's degree um in elementary education this friday and i i congratulations oh thank you thank you but i didn't want to walk right because i have to walk with my hood on and it's hot and everything and that was probably one of the most recent times where I was like, why me? Like, I, why do I have to, you know, be the only one that's going to look different walking across the stage to get my diploma? Yeah. Um, But my mom is the sweetest ever and she's going to make me a a Dixie State hood that I wear. I wear, um, it's a bucket hat with um, UV absorbing plastic on the front so you can see my face. And then usually... Um, for the back part of it, because I have to be all the way covered, I usually do something fun. Um, yeah. Right now, it's Harry Potter because we love oh, Harry Potter. Of course. Um, and then usually it's the <laughs> Eiffel Tower or something because my yes. name's Paris. But um, that was really awesome of her. She's yeah. she's incredible. We'll get she, we'll get to that later. <laughs> we, yes, we will. We need to talk all about her, right? Yeah. So you you mentioned that Peyton was misdiagnosed yes so the next question is how many people have xp because you do have someone else in your family who does actually have xp yes so um everyone in my family um are carriers of the disease so both my parents um have the recessive gene um and then how it works is it's a one in four chance that 
the child or the offspring will get the gene. So I have an older brother and he is a carrier. And then there's me and I have it. And then there's Paxton and he also has it for sure. (laughs) And then Peyton is a carrier. And then the youngest Porter is also a carrier. Yeah. Um, So super, super rare chance that they will ever even have to worry about their kids having it. Their their spouse would have to have the recessive gene as well, which is unheard of, which is we're we're weird in the X-Men community because we have two. And we were even weirder when we had three. Um, It's just not it's just not normal. It's it's just luck. (laughs) Right. Um, So we have there's five in Utah that we know of. Um, that are diagnosed Um, and three so two of them are my brother and I and then um, two of them live up north and we know them they're in our support group and then there's one other that we found out about and he reached out and we made him um, what we call a hood or my the mask that I wear we call it hoods Um, and we made my mom my mom made him one and we sent it to him but there is about 500 in the United States that we know of Wow, I didn't so even know that. It's one in a million. Yeah. You are one in a million. I am. You're pretty awesome, one in a million. Thanks. So, next question is how is the dating scene for you? Or how <sighs> has it been? Well, dating in general sucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you throw on top of that you can't go outside in the sun. Yeah. Um it's garbage actually but um here's the thing about living in the sunniest place in all america just kidding it's very hot hot and it's very sunny in the summer and you know you'll meet someone and they're like oh my gosh do you want to go hiking and you're like can't do that yeah or do you want to have a picnic do you want to go um play frisbee you're like I how do you explain that and you know I've been on so many first dates where it's it's just so interwoven in my life that it's hard to talk about experiences without bringing it up but so I always feel like I have to tell them but my mom because I would I would tell my mom this I'm like but I feel like I tell them and then they won't ask me on another date you know I mean they're garbage if they do that anyway because yeah Like, what a stupid reason to not ask someone else on another date. But, I mean, I don't want to date them anyway if they do that. But my mom told me something that was really eye-opening. She goes, Paris, you don't don't air out your dirty laundry on the first date. You don't don't go to the first date and go, oh, I've been abused as a child. Right. Oh, I, you know, have this issue and this issue. Like, you don't, you don't have to tell them on the first date, like get, let them get to know you and then it'll come because I always felt like, oh, I'm, I'm lying if I don't tell them that. And really I'm not, it's, it's not the most important part of me. There's lots of other parts that are way more interesting about me than, you know, my disease. I am not my disease. So it's hard. It's, it's almost, it's almost like a game. (laughs) that I have to play with myself like how much do I need to tell them so that like 
I can go on the date at night. <laughs> like, oh, but I also hate lying. Like, oh, I work till 9 p.m. <laughs> yes. Like, <laughs> like, it's hard. Because in the summer, it doesn't, it doesn't get, get dark till dark 9. Enough. Yeah, dating yeah. in winter is the best option. So Right. Um, so I guess, do you just kind of save it for the winter times? Yeah, or or <laughs> I'll just be like, Oh, that would be so much fun at night, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, later when the later. sun's down or, or a lot of the times I'll just get set up and they already know. Yeah. Which is the best option. That's probably, yeah, that's probably. So that I don't have to explain myself because exactly. I have to explain myself to the whole world. So yeah, it'd be nice if they just knew. <laughs> yeah. If only they just could read your mind when you right them and, yeah and, and be like no I actually am awesome I just can't go outside <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's true you are awesome thanks so next question if you're done talking about the dating scene yeah it's garbage that's all I got for you guys <laughs> like think of how hard it is to date and then add you can't go outside that's all you gotta know yeah yeah I mean I can imagine that yeah. being hard because a lot of people do like to you know Go on oh, that's the, especially guys. That's dude. the first option. Yeah, it's uh, free. Doing something outside. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, next question is: If you could take away your XP, would you? So, I was actually talking to my mom about this, and sh- I said no, and she was like, "Wow, really? I thought I thought you would say yes." Yeah. And I was like, "Well, here's my reasoning. I would not have met." as many people have I, as I have without this, right. without this disorder. Um, and I also feel like I wouldn't be the person I am today without the struggles that I've gone through. Yeah. Um, I think I've had to uh, grow up a little, a little faster than others have um, because in elementary school, I, I stayed in from recess. I, I hung out with the teachers like I, I hung out with adults yeah, <laughs> like yeah. my whole life. And um, I'm also one of the oldest um, in our community, in our XP community that has XP. So I'm kind of the, the trailblazer right, um, yeah. of you can do this. Like uh, our last conference that we had, they had me speak on college. Yeah. Um, how to go to college with XP and how to how to be involved and things like that. And um, it was emotional for everybody because uh, there's not a lot of research on growing up with XP, yeah, right. you know, and so I'm I'm almost honored to be that person and show these these youth that like you can you can do, you know, everything that you want to and you can. Um, live life to the fullest without, you know, being sad yeah. all the time. <laughs> yeah. So like, they look up to you. You're kind of like an idol in that community. I mean, awesome. <laughs> I, I mean, don't know about an idol. Well, I mean, yes. I, I mean, if so. you want to put me on a pedestal, <laughs> like I won't. I mean, it's a gold done. statue, maybe. <laughs> um, no, I don't think I would take it away. Um, I. I don't know. When I was younger, I'd be like, heck yeah, dude, take it away. Like, I hate this crap, you know? Yeah. yeah. But then the older I get, the more I'm like, no, it's what makes me unique. Yeah. You know, it, it, what makes me me, 
Um, Not that that's the first thing that I want people to see, but it's, it's almost like a phenomenon, you know, like, oh, you can't drink water. Like, oh, you can't go outside in the sun. Right. Yeah. And so I definitely have like had that experience just like telling other people like, cause they don't know. Right. Like that that even exists and I'm like yeah that's like my cousin has that and yeah like blown away like what right like people don't not everyone knows about this so well I'm it's glad we're talking about it extremely rare you know right and so it's it's nice I don't know it's nice to educate people and I believe that God put me in this body for a reason um and it's if it's to help others with um, you know, XP and help educate others on how to be more sympathetic to yeah. those with disorders. Uh, I'm, I'm here for it because right. I am, I am not shy. Yes. <laughs> so if not. you, if you <laughs> ask me questions, I'm going to answer them, yeah. you know, cause a lot of people, I wouldn't say a lot, but some people with other disorders, they're like, Oh, like they're really shy about it and they don't want to talk about it, but I'm not like, if you have a question, I'm an open book. Yeah. Like if you, if you have questions about it that are nice and not rude, yeah, then I will answer them. If you ask me a stupid question, I'll give you a stupid answer. But if you ask me a nice question, like I'm, I'm here to educate and to help others open their eyes almost to different different even other disorders like how to be how to look even our family I feel like we're we have such a different lens on life because of this like we see others that look different and we don't even bat an eye because we're looked at that we are looked at that way whenever we go outside you know so yeah I I think on trips your mom has mentioned like the people that Mm -hmm. just like give you guys the looks or wondering what the heck's going on and usually it's not nice right no no usually (laughs) it's not nice (laughs) yeah so how let's see oh this one's really interesting but how can you live in a house with windows I loved this question and it kind of goes with the next one about um, how I drive in a car Mm-hmm. Um, so there is a special, um, tint that you can get. Um, it's, I mean, people have heard of tinting their windows or, uh, like in their car and stuff, uh, but we tint everything. So all of the windows in our home is, uh, they're tinted and my car is tinted. Um, now tint is not 100%. Yeah. So we shouldn't go like right by a window for hours and hours. Um, right. but it provides us with um, the protection that we need to live and uh, drive. So no, I don't. I think the next question was, uh, when you're driving, do you have to wear your mask and yeah. gloves? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't. Um, my windshield is actually tinted, and that is illegal. So don't go out and do that. <laughs> but um, how many times have you been pulled over? <laughs> none. That's good. Knock on wood right now. Like here, let's Jenica. I can't even roll down my window. Jenica, there. you just made it, so now I'm gonna get pulled over tomorrow oh, for my tinted windshield. I take it back. I and I'm gonna, back. I'm gonna call you, and I'm gonna be so mad. No, it's not. It's not too tinted. Like right. I'm not. I'm not a gangster. You know. 
yeah. with a low riding car and all my yeah. windows tinted. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's tinted just enough that I'm safe, but you can't tell. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that, that's, that's nice that you don't yeah. have to. Yeah, when even I was inside your house, you don't have to wear be covered. Right. You're right. Just, right. Yeah. And um, when I was a kid, all my schools uh, tinted their windows. Yes. So elementary, intermediate, middle, and high all tinted their windows. Our church has tinted their windows. Yeah. Um, so it's just awesome. People are amazing. Yeah, that's really, that's so awesome to hear. I really love A lot that. of friends, too. A lot of friends' families, when, when I got diagnosed as a baby, um, they tinted their windows as, yes. as well so I could go over and hang out with their kids. Exactly. That's so awesome. I plan on doing that in my next house, okay? Yeah, rude. well no one even visits me anyway so I mean you do live a far away from all of us so yeah I mean maybe maybe if you made cookies I'd come over yeah let's clarify how far away I am okay like probably 15 minutes at the most okay 20 20 (laughs) okay I'm making cookies and I'm inviting everyone over here okay I'll come that's it So next question is, how have your parents handled you having XP? Like, how has this obviously affected them as well? Um, Well, so my older brother and I are about two two years apart. And then they had me. I was diagnosed when I was nine months. Um, And then they waited five years to have... um, the one just younger than me to have Paxton Um, because they wanted to see how I handled it. Um, And I, it's safe to say that I was thriving in my life, you know, just kidding. (laughs) Um, I'm just thriving. I'm thriving. Five years old. old. (laughs) No, I, I did well and I, I coped well. Um, When I was about 18 months, uh, NASA actually uh, came out with this suit uh, for me. Um, and I believe you posted those on your Instagram. They're also on my Instagram. I'm private, so you can't see them, but you can see them on (laughs) Jenica's page. Um, that's what I wore. Uh, I hated it because I was 18 months, but, um, it was like this huge thing. I was on KSL, um, because it was the first time I had ever gone out in my, you know, from nine months to 18 months in outside ever. Yeah. Um, and then obviously technology has grown and, um, now we have our hoods, um, with the UV absorbing plastic. Um, and I actually did a science fair project on that and I like won it all and like was on KSL again. And I was like, (laughs) here's my project. I was, um, we have a UV meter that, uh, measures the UV rays in a certain area. And I, did the plastic that's on our hoods and then I did uh this the stuff on ski goggles um that plastic anyway a bunch of other things and apparently it was it was very interesting to people and um as a fourth grader I was um, like this is I do this this is my life well yeah and I uh I'm very well spoken so yes everybody even the other judges they'd be like we're not here to judge you, but like, can you present to us? And I was like, yeah, yeah sure. For $5. Just yeah. <laughs> I'm taking cash. I'm taking cash. If you would like to hear my science yeah. fair project. Um, what well, was the I question even... again? Well, how are your parents? Oh, so well, so well. So they waited those five years and then, um, 
had Paxton and he was diagnosed. And then two years later had Peyton and he was diagnosed. Um, And then Porter wasn't, obviously. But, oh, yeah, we're all peas, by the way, if you didn't catch on to that. there's five of them. Five of us, and we're all peas. Parker, Paris, Pax, and Peyton Porter. I can only imagine how many times your mom was, like, making Yeah, she played herself. She (laughs) played herself. Anyway, um, I... Oh, I don't want to cry because my mother is everything to me because she is the type of person, if you know Jen, you know that she doesn't take crap from anyone. 100. Don't mess with Jennifer. Don't mess with Jen. (laughs) Even I'm afraid of her. Yeah. (laughs) I live with her and I'm afraid of her. But um, she never, she never let me stay down, if that makes sense. Like we would have what we call XP moments And then, and then we were done. We would make a plan. Um, So when I was a senior in high school, um, I really wanted to go on tour with my orchestra. Um, But they were on this bus and there was no way that we could, you know, tint the bus or um, put our special plastic on the bus. Um, It it was just, it was too big. It was too much. And so I had given up that, that dream almost um, of going on tour and I remember coming home one day and I was, I just was sobbing to my mom. Yeah. And she's like, what is going on? And I was like, I just want to go on tour, you know? Yes. Yeah. Like totally. I just, I just wanted to so bad, but I just didn't feel like there was any way I could. And that woman, she got in touch with another, uh, another set of parents that were going on the trip as well that were taking a RV. Oh, cool. And she was like, can Paris and I go in the RV with you um, just in the back so she can be safe? And we, she totally arranged everything for me to go. She came with me so that, you know, I would have that support. Um, And it was one of the best experiences of my entire senior year. I'm so glad you were able to experience it. Oh, my goodness. I made lifelong friends on that trip that I'm still friends with. Um, And so that's how they've handled it. Um, Because you have a mom who will find a solution to every problem. Right. Right. She's really good at that. Oh, my goodness. And she she never let me use it as an excuse right because truly I could be sad every day and stay inside and not do anything with my life but she wasn't gonna let that happen and so I I went to regular school I went to you know church regularly I I did everything that a kid could ever want she made this uh it's well they don't do it anymore but in our old neighborhood it was the bike parade and yep. um, it was called, <laughs> and on it, it would say Feltner time. And that just, everybody knew in the neighborhood that that was when Paris and Paxton could go outside. That yeah. was when the sun went down. So we, my mom just created um, a community for us to grow up in that we weren't allowed to give up, basically. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you guys lived in that neighborhood most of your life. Oh, well, we moved when I was 17, and we yeah. moved there when I was a baby. Right. You were in that house for a long time. Yeah, so. that, that neighborhood was, was incredible. That's I'm so glad that you 
girl. And I have and, like, I have a dad. I have a dad too. And he's, I mean, do we he's, have to talk about him? Just Todd, Todd's great too. I don't just have a mom. My dad, my dad is incredible too. He is. My mom is not the emotional one. Um, right. She doesn't have tear ducts. We joke with her. Yeah. Because um, she rarely. I've seen her cry maybe five times. Um, but my dad is is the emotion. Um, he has my back when it comes to yeah. emotion. So that's that's where dad comes in. I mean, I feel like you have very wise parents as oh, well. So they have wonderful advice. I mean, I've gone to your dad for advice too. So yeah. I feel that I know how awesome they are. They're very, um, they have a lot of experience um, yeah. with life. Um, and they're, yeah, they're just wise and incredible i was i was very very blessed in that you department were. absolutely now brothers on the other hand oh not yeah so you got a lot of those yeah <laughs> paris is the only girl i'm, I'm sure. the only girl. you guys have probably figured that out by now yeah. yeah she's the only girl four boys <laughs> four boys and me mm-hmm. i'm sure you never got teased or no but i do have a lot of clothes still yeah <laughs> she can't help herself okay She's mm-hmm. like, I bought you this dress. And I was like, oh, dang it. Another dress? Uh, hey, mom. <laughs> Stop buying me things, dang it. <laughs> Girls are just more fun to buy things. They are. I mean, they are. Two of them, so. Yeah. Okay, next question. Can you ever go outside during the day? Um. Yes, but it has to be fully protected. So yeah. um, I wear jeans. Um. And if I'm wearing open sh- open-toed shoes, they have to have socks. I have an incredible amount of socks. Um, <laughs> like, I have a whole drawer dedicated to socks. Fun socks. Totally. Only fun socks. I mean, why um, would you want to wear plain white socks? Yeah, disgusting. Can't have that. No. So, um, and then a jacket. Um, any jacket will do. Uh, the darker the color, the better. Um, and then my hood. Um, I explained it. It's a bucket hat. Um, I like the bucket hats the best because if I'm wearing a bun or something, it um, it will hold it. Yeah. <laughs> it will um, have room for it. Yeah. Is that the word? <laughs> um, and then uh, we have different, uh, different types of um, fabric on the back. And we actually double up whatever fabric we're using um, because I like to choose different colors. And usually yeah. the darker, the better. But if you double it up, then it's the same. Um, and my mom actually makes the hoods that we wear. Um, and then the UV absorbing plastic actually comes from London. Um, and they used it, I believe for yachts. Um, and we reached out to the company and they were like, as long as you have, um, kids, um, adults, whoever diagnosed with this disorder, we'll give it to you for free. Wow. So, um, my mom, we have a support group and she's actually in charge of making the new patient care kits yeah and so she makes all the hoods um and so she has all the fun fabric and stuff for the little she's superwoman yeah uh, she is superwoman i haven't found anything that she can't do yeah i mean maybe she's up for the challenge i don't know yeah i, I doubt think she it. can do pretty much everything she really can <laughs> it's kind of scary sometimes i'm like how did you know how to do that she's like yeah. i don't know <laughs> That's so awesome. She's awesome. Uh, oh, yeah. This isn't one of the questions, but I wanted to uh, just ask you this. because She's going rogue. <laughs> the 
the you have a thing that you take outside right my meter yes your meter to see like when the light is good for you to be able Uh to go out there yeah yeah so you want me to talk about it yes I do because that's that's kind of important I remember like we'd be outside and you know your mom or your dad would be out there and they'd be like okay maybe like five more minutes or yep yeah it's more like a verb in our house it's go meter go Go meter meter. (laughs) Um, so it's a UV, uh, UVA, UVB meter, um, and it measures the amount of, uh, UV exposure, um, in an area. So, uh, if I'm going, um, to a new place and there's windows, we'll meter it to see, uh, what, what it is. And obviously it's different depending on where the sun is at, um, in the sky, um, if you were to take the meter out and just uh, meter it in broad daylight, uh, it would just go blank. It's too high. It, it yeah. won't meter it. Um, but uh, when I was a kid, I actually have a funny story. When I was a kid, I used to bring it to school and be like, this is my coolness meter. <laughs> and I'd go up to kids and it would it would be a zero because it was inside. I'm like, oh, you're not cool. See ya. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> but... I can um, yeah. see you doing that. That's no, totally a No, I'm, I'm so kind. I don't ever do that, thing, <laughs> those things. <laughs> right. I'm like, oh, you're a zero. Can't hang out with you. <laughs> um, but in a – so when it gets uh, later in the day, like you said, if we're at a family party and everybody's outside, we'll say, oh, go meter. So uh, special occasions, I can go out at a 10. But um, usually we want it to be a zero. Um, And actually, it's um, a misconception that it has to be completely pitch black for it to be a zero. Um, That's actually not true. Uh, Once the well, if you if you live in Utah and there's there's mountains because we don't say T's. There's mountains. Um, It's mountains. (laughs) It's whenever the sun goes behind the mountains, then. Yeah. Yeah. Usually I'm good to come out. And honestly, the older I've gotten, uh, the more I can just tell. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I can go out now. It freaks people out when they don't really know me as well. And they're like, you're going to get cancer. I'm like, shut the door. Or I'll go out and I'll be like, oh my gosh, cancer. You know? (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, just jokes, guys. I'm just joking. (laughs) I'm alive. (laughs) They don't think it's funny, but I do. (laughs) I can imagine. Yeah. So because of XP, do you think you have like a defense mechanism or maybe a wall that you put up towards people? Okay. This was my favorite question, actually, um, because it made me think like super hard. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah, I was thinking about it and I was like, actually, I, I do. Yeah. Um, whenever I go outside um, and it's in the day, I, I don't look up. I look down. Okay. Um, like when I'm walking. Like and, not making eye contact right, with anyone. Right. Not making eye contact with anyone. Um, because I I can't handle it. Like. You don't want to see their reaction. Right. To exactly. Okay. Exactly. Um, and I think that's a def- defense mechanism to shield myself. Yeah. Um, right. Because uh, it was so funny. I was with. Um, I worked at a school. Um, I was a teacher aide for two years. And so I got to go to school with um, Peyton and also Porter. I took them to school every day because I worked 
um, at that school. Yeah. And it was so funny to me. Um, it was Porter. Uh, we were walking in and he goes, Paris, those kids are looking at you. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And, and he goes, well, well, that makes me really mad. Why are they looking at you? You know, he's getting all defensive yeah, right. and I just, I've just learned to just not look because, right. or if I'm feeling spicy, then I just stare at him back right. like really hard. And then they get, they get all awkward and I'm yeah. like, yeah, don't look at me. <laughs> and, um, but usually I just look down or do you know who's, I can, I can just tell when someone's about to say something stupid. Yeah. And honestly, and I've you grown, don't want to hear that. Well, here, it, here's the thing. You are going to be more embarrassed than I am going to feel bad. I promise. Yeah. I promise. And you're going to feel like such an idiot when I explain it to you, you know? And so do you know who it is, though? It's it's I got to call him out. It's white men in their 40s. Okay, that's that's who I get most of the time. I I was at I didn't know this. So, oh, well, here you go. Yeah. I was care about it. Okay. Well, here's one experience. (laughs) I was at, um, it was Sadie's and I was with a bunch of kids that I grew up with. It was awesome. And we went to, um, it was Sadie's on the farm. And if you don't know what Sadie's is, it's a girl's choice dance at high school. Yeah. Um, and it was Sadie's on the farm. And so we went to, um, one of the girls houses, um, Cause she had like a farm, she had a tractor, you know, uh, animals and things. So we were like, Oh my gosh, what if we took our dance pictures at her house? So we opened the door and this man, let me preface this is a doctor. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he opens the door because we couldn't find how to get to the back. Anyway, he answers the door, him and his wife are at the door and he was like, Oh, complimenting everybody. He's he complimented my date. He's like, oh, I like your glasses, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then he goes, I'm not quite sure what that fake plastic thing you're wearing is. Oh, nice. And I'm like, and nobody in the group thought that they should, you know, speak up for me. Yeah. So I was like, oh, it's actually for it's medical or no. Before I even said that, I was just like kind of stunned. Right. the, The wife goes sweetheart I think it might be for a medical reason and I was like you know what I'm just gonna let this guy dig a hole <laughs> you know like sometimes it's just fun for me I'm like you know what you just Paris you guys this you Paris. you go ahead and dig yourself in that hole and try getting out and then she's like I think it's for medical and I was like yeah I actually can't go out in the sun you know like all these yeah. things and I was just like oh my gosh and then of course I told my mom and she was like Oh my gosh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go show him these kids in Guatemala that have tumors the size of potatoes. Yeah. And I was like, mom, you chill out. Like, it's fine. And another time I was at a really rich person's house for a, another dance, um, uh, meeting, like we were planning things and he walks in the house and he goes, why are all the, why are all the, uh, shutters closed? You know, yeah, and yeah. I was like, oh, sir, I have this uh, condition that I can't go out in the sun, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he leaves the room and from the other room, he yells, hey, what's your name? A uh, girl who's allergic to the sun. And he's yeah. like yelling at me from the other room. And I was like, yeah. oh, it's Paris. And he goes, well, Paris, I would advise you to invest in a good pair of sunglasses. Wow. Because he would know. And I was like, 
oh um well no not that yeah (laughs) anyway so I think I just have that defense mechanism where I'm just like I don't care like you can say whatever you want I I don't really care yeah um and I've gotten to that point where I truly do not care but I've had to work myself up to that because I used to let it get to me. Like I left, yeah. I left that house, the, uh, the sunglasses story sobbing. Yeah. Um, and then, um, you know, now it's just a funny story and that guy's an idiot, but you know, I think that, and then also I can tell when someone's about to say something stupid and I'll just be like, Oh, please don't like, please don't. Because then that the sunglasses guy, um, I was actually in a um, group with another one of our cousins. Yeah. And my aunt um, actually called his wife and uh, uh, basically said, hey, I don't think your husband was trying to be, um, you know, mean or anything, but like this isn't really funny. And yeah. I think she deserves an apology because he just kept going after the sunglasses comment. And I was right. like, can you just leave me alone? Like. Anyway, and he actually ended up calling me (laughs) um, and apologizing. It sounded like a five-year-old that just got chastised from his mom. Yeah. And, like, I promise you, like, you are going to feel bad about that for the rest of your life. And I think it's a funny story now. So just don't do it. And a lot of times people try to uh, make a joke out of it um, when it's just really not that funny. Like, I had a... um, an ex's dad actually told me I should sharpen my teeth like a vampire. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, he thought that was really funny. And I was like, you know what? It's it's just really not. So no. I think I have that defense mechanism of just not yeah. looking up when I'm walking because I just don't – I don't want to deal with it. Um, and then I can just tell. Yeah. I could tell when someone's going to say something dumb and I'm like, can you just – let's not yeah. – Let's not do that. Like you said, you're open to honest, nice questions. Yeah. Like most people who have a brain. Yeah. They can know to ask something nice. And sometimes, honestly, people probably don't know what to say. So they just don't make a joke anyways. I have found that to be so true. It's either either they don't ask and they'll be wondering for the rest of their life. Yeah. Or they uh, I found that when people aren't educated on a topic especially one like mine it's um they want to make a joke they want to make it more like lighthearted. they right right know and what to say I'm like you know what just don't say anything that'd be yeah. better like and I was even talking with a friend about this and she's like oh well now I feel bad because I've made some jokes I'm like it's a little bit different when it's like really good friends and family yes like I can joke about it it's one of those things where like I can talk crap on my siblings, but the second you talk crap on yes, my siblings, like yeah. it's over. It's the same thing. I like I can, that. I can make fun of myself, but you can't. <laughs> yeah. No, that makes sense. I no, but, definitely be the same way. So. But friends and family, I don't mind if it's the occasional joke here and there, but if it's someone I don't know and it's hurtful, a lot of the times, you know, it's just lighthearted with friends and family, but telling me to sharpen my teeth like a vampire, probably not the best. Yeah. That's not very so, funny. I, I'm gonna put that in my notes. I'm okay. I'm gonna say that. Yeah, don't you. say that. No Maybe to Paxton. Yeah. <laughs> I will not say he, that. He he might think it's funny. I didn't. 
Oh my gosh. So we are on our last question here. Oh my goodness. How can we help in this part of like XP, you and XP? Like how would you want people to help? So I, I was thinking about this one as well. Um, the best thing you can do for me personally yeah is to be kind to others that have disabilities um don't don't stare it's not nice um if you have a question just ask them because nine times out of ten whoever it is will answer um it politely and nicely like if you had any other questions i would a hundred percent be willing to answer um but that's the thing. Like, I just don't, I just don't enjoy people staring at me, you know? Like, yeah. I already know I'm different. Like, I'm aware. I've lived with it for 23 years. And, um, you know, I know everything that comes with it, but you don't. Yeah. Um, you don't know what I've been through. You don't ha- know how many cancers I've had. You don't know how many opportunities I've missed out on um, because of it. You don't know... Um, you know, the meltdowns that I have because, um, I didn't get a second date from someone because they found out that I couldn't go outside. You're human. Um, You have emotions. Right. Um, and it's just like if you wouldn't go up to someone with, with down syndrome and, you know, start making fun of them. Um, it's the same thing. There's no difference. Um, don't make fun of people with disabilities. It's not funny. Even if you think you're being funny, you're not. Um, but we do have a support group. It's called the XP Family Support Group. Um, and we have a website. It's xpfamilysupportgroup.org. Um, okay. We have uh, lots and lots of information on there. Um, you can also donate. Um, there is no cure for XP. Um, and so um, any research that we want done, uh, we have to fund it ourselves. Yeah. Um, and we do have um, a lab in Minnesota that my older brother, um, he's actually going into dermatology um, because of my brother and I. Um, and he actually went to that lab in Minnesota and did an internship there. Um, but we need money for that. Um, yeah. So we do, this was actually our last year, it's sad, um, that we do our Krispy Kreme donut fundraiser. But we did that for years, um, ever since yeah. I can remember. Um, but there's also, uh, there's a lot of different, uh, ways you can donate on the website. Um, that's good. Cause that helps that community out so much. Yeah. Um, and then just, uh, information It's just some really good information. Um, a lot of questions are answered on there and honestly, um, if you DM me <laughs> or yeah. anything, like I'll answer them, yeah. I'll answer any questions that anybody has. Um, and then what was, it was how can we support you XP? And then what else was it? That was it. Just you and like XP. So I just wanted to throw this in because I noticed that kids are very curious and they wonder what's going on when people do have a disability. And I'm that mom. That's just like, don't say, yeah, yeah, don't be quiet. Yeah, just ignore, ignore. But sometimes people are like, just let them ask because I'd rather them know than leave that wondering what the heck and I shouldn't ask questions when they, someone looks different. Right. But I know that there's some moms that are with their kids who do have the disability and they're like, I want her to ask 
I yeah. want, I'm saying her because this is, you know, my middle child. She yes. Is, uh, yes. Cordy. Yeah. Very, mm-hmm. you know, blunt. Yes. <laughs> so. Yes. And kids are, I, well, I, I have a bit of a bias towards children because that is what I'm majoring in. Yeah. But, um, kids are curious, um, and let them, let them yeah. be, um, I can't speak for, I'm not the spokesperson right, for all totally. disabilities, yeah. but um, when kids say something, it makes me smile. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't make me feel bad. When adult males in their forties, yes, people say who have something, lived life and they um, know should know better. <laughs> yes. then that bothers me. But yeah. you know, they'll say, "Oh, mommy, mommy, it's a beekeeper." You know, mm-hmm. and if the if the parents are willing, like I'll explain it to them. Right. Like, Why you're wearing that. Yeah, yeah. Like actually. Um, and it's a little bit different. I don't go. I have a rare genetic skin disorder. Yeah. You know, like I'll you say, oh, the, the well, depending. Level. Right. Depending <laughs> on the age. So if it was your middle child, I would just yeah. say, oh, the sun gives me owies. Yeah. And so I have to protect my skin so the sun can't hurt me. Right. Um, and then for my fifth graders, I would say, you know, guys, I'm I'm missing something in my skin that protects it. Um, and it and it gives me cancer. The skin or the sun, um, you know, we're learning about, uh, you know, photosynthesis and all that stuff. And it's like the sun helps the plants. Well, that same um UV rays hurts my skin. Yeah. So I mean, there's always ways to bring it into I mean, I plug education whenever I can, but yes. there's ways to plug it into education, just informing them. And, and I honestly don't think it's a bad idea to show your kids pictures of different yes. disabilities so that they're not shocked when they go out in public and see someone in a wheelchair right. or someone with Down syndrome or someone with autism. Um, they just want to know why. I mean. Well, and usually kids are extremely pure and they're only asking the question because they want to know the answer. They're not, yeah. a- they're not asking in a malicious way right. or wanting to make someone feel bad. They're, they're asking because they are curious. Yeah, that's true. Well, thanks for, you know, touching on that because I know I'm one of those moms that just yeah. like, don't say anything. Just- yeah. Well, and a lot of times I know they say something and you're like, oh, dang it. But that <laughs> mom's probably going, oh no, it's okay. Yeah. You know? <laughs> they're just a kid. Yeah, usually they understand because yeah, they have or, kids too. You know, and if they if they want to, they'll stop. Because my mom has stopped plenty of people and been like, "Oh, actually, this is this is what's going on with them," or, yeah. um, you know. But if they're just being rude, then sh- we'll just keep walking. But right. a lot of times when it's kids, it it does nine ninety nine point nine 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 percent times. Um, I just laugh. I think it's yeah. funny. Because yeah. they, that's just how they think. Like, oh, right. that's a beekeeper, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so a lot of times it's, it's what they see. They, they go on their background knowledge. And so. It's true. They, um, they always have something to say yeah. too. And it's and like as a, immediate. Right. And as a mom, you could just be like, oh, she's just curious as to why your son or daughter is wearing this or yeah. why they look this way. And, and honestly, if you know, they have down syndrome, they, they, you can just say, oh, they're different. Heavenly father made them different. And that's yeah. the way they are. Yeah. You know, for kids, they, they don't need some grand explanation. Most of the times that you can just say that and they're done. Yeah. They're like, oh, great. They just, they just want an answer and then they're yep. good. They move yep. on. You can, you can <laughs> tell them whatever you want. Yeah. 
most of the time. <laughs> so, Paris, is there anything else that you'd like to touch on or anything you'd like to say? I feel like we've we've gone over it all. I education wise, I I went through public school um through my whole life. Yeah. Um I am like I said about to graduate from Dixie. Um I just had to stay away from windows, um, at Dixie because they can't, they can't tint every single building. Yeah. Um, I, I was included. I did, uh, I was in the Dixie State Symphony Orchestra, um, my first couple years in college. Um, I did FCCLA in high school. Like I did, I did lots of things. I danced. I was in orchestra in high school. I, I wasn't just at home sitting there. Yeah. Like a lot of people think I, I went out and did, I, uh, FCCLA, we had conferences and, um, I'm lucky enough to have a mom that could, uh, uh, drive me up to those conferences. If I, if I couldn't, um, uh, right. be on the bus for that long. Cause a lot of times they're up North. Um, so I, I'm normal. I, I did lots of different things. Yes. I'm, I'm still doing lots of different things. Um, and I think that's, that's one of the biggest misconceptions is I just sit in my house in the dark, you know, that's what a lot of people think, but no, I, I did a lot, um, accommodations, but I still did it. Yes. Yeah. And I love that you mentioned with your mom, she never let you use it as an excuse. No, never. She, she let me be sad. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's good to let your you have filled the emotions. You can't just shove that down. Right. Right. But she didn't let me stay there. Yeah. Uh, she never good. let me, you know, grovel yeah. <laughs> in my, in my situation. Right. And I think honestly, that has made me into who I am the most because yeah. I've learned, you know, self-worth and that if I want it, I'm going to go get it. It's going to look different probably, but I'm going to do it. Yeah. That's awesome. And no, I think I'm... that goes for a lot of different people. Like really even, does. even with, you know, I'm sure your podcast is going to go on to talk about, you know, different mental disorders Illnesses. and yeah. different mm-hmm. um, things that you deal with, with um, anxiety, depression, anything else. It's, it's the same thing. Right. You can, you know, get help because I, I've had help. Um, yeah. from the therapist and my mom and everything. Like, I'm not always happy. I'm not always sarcastic, you know? Yeah. And so I think it's with everything. If you, if you let it own you, it will. Yeah. That's if so you, true. That's a good point. I if you let all... it take over, it will. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I agree. There's no excuses. And even though you have your um, XP, you've definitely experience life like you're still living your life which I love that because a lot of people will use things as an excuse why they you know can't do things or get a job or go to school or whatever it is there's an excuse there so I love that you push through that and you had a support system that's huge yeah it is huge thank you huge having a support system it is it is there to support and especially having Pax, my my yes. XP buddy, it's yeah. incredible. I look up to him <laughs> more That's than awesome. more than I look at myself. <laughs> I'm like, dang, look what he's doing. I'm sure he feels the same way. Yeah. <laughs> but um, my last thing is my favorite quote. Actually, um, it's by Scott Hamilton. Uh, if you don't know him, look him up. 
But it says, he said, the only disability in life is a bad attitude. Yeah. Um, and I, I love that. I hope that I'm doing that quote justice in my right. life uh, because I truly believe that. Um, that, yeah, you, your only disability is your, your mindset, your attitude. It's true. I mean, your brain is, is so powerful. Yeah, yeah. It is what your body is and what you think and what you yep. do with your life. Yep. And a lot of times I have to hype myself up. Like I'm going in somewhere and I have to wear my hood. I'm like, girl, you can do this because guess what? If you don't, you die. So you got to wear it and it's fine. It's cute. It's got Harry Potter things all over it. Okay. Absolutely. I love Harry Potter. Me too. A little too much actually. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm probably going to do my classroom Harry Potter. (laughs) That's going to be awesome. Right. I'm Mm -hmm. sure Sydney. That's her other cousin oh. would love to come help you design. Oh, she would. She'd be good at that. I'm going to have to have her send me Pinterest things. 100% you are. <laughs> <laughs> well, Paris, I'm so grateful that you did this interview with me. I know sometimes it can be hard, but pe- people are curious. And so I'm glad that you're able to answer these questions that others had for you. Yeah. And you did an awesome job. So oh, thank you. Thank you I for hope, being here with me. I hope I answered all your questions to the yeah. ability that I could. <laughs> no, you did an awesome okay. job. And if other people have questions, I mean, I'm going to be posting stuff on my Instagram. Yeah, let Paris me know. Paris is going to be reading it, so she'll answer any questions that you guys have. So, yeah, of course, of course. Yes. So thanks, everyone, for listening. I hope that you learned something here. Again, I've mentioned that... The reason why I am going to be incorporating interviews with other people is because we can really learn and grow from people's stories. And that's how we truly connect. So again, Paris, thank you for being here. I love you so much. I love you too. You're welcome. (laughs) All right. See you guys. Thank you. Bye.